Emoticon 2008, and this is the podcasting mega panel, which you can barely hear through the background noise. We're starting. This is the podcasting mega panel. So we have like here Dave Riley of Fast Cry for the Gentleman. It is. Shit, I'm, I'm here too. And Gerald from... This is Gerald it, Rathgold of Anime World Order. <laughs> Gerald Rathgold. <laughs> 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 Looking very much like uh, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> In his larval state. <laughs> Who does... Take Arnold 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 Buttercream ice cream. Also in the room, we have, we have James. We have James, who we've, we, whom we've had on the podcast before. If you get the mic closer to yes. him, maybe yes. he can... James, the angry otaku from Oppon. And we have Tyler. And I'm Tyler from... Rangecast.net. I'm I'm really really sleep so if I fall asleep mid sentence. Oh, Dallas asleep and he's only like twenty. Okay. So that's okay. okay. And you're carving you are cool. I, uh, I am from AnimeNewsNetwork.com, uh, Sci-Fi Magazine, and Otaku USA. Wait, how can you write for both networks? I wrote for Anime News Network. What? What did you write uh, I'm sorry, for? Anime I'm a freelancer. Professor I write for Layton. What? Oh, the anyway, sorry. I'm a freelancer. I, I write for whoever I want. I don't think I ever actually wants. got paid That's for it. No one's giving me any credit. That's why I also write for the streaming to shit. And we have Daryl. Like, okay. Hey, Daryl is infamous. Animalorder.com. Also, freelance mercenary for Otaku. He needs no introduction. I do need an introduction. Apparently so. Visit my website at www.animalorder.com. We also have Mike. Yeah, Mike Dent hosting. Yes, producer of R5 Central, also known as Great Sage, Equal of Heaven, Hot Blood Everlasting, Whoa. Master of the 72 Divine Transformations. What? That's a is it, is it next, year, next year in Tokyo, Mike? Yeah. Next year in Tokyo? Yeah, like next year in Zion? Yeah, okay. next year in Tokyo. Exactly. I don't sound anything like that. No, I know it from the Ninja Consultant. That is a damn dirty lie. That hey is a guys, this is Noah, and no. I don't sound like Jimmy Stewart. I don't sound like Eric Cartman. I'm Noah Fulmore, and I'm from the Ninja Consultant. So, so my brother said, my brother said if I ever had Daryl on the show again, he would not listen any longer. Like, that would be it. He would stop listening to my podcast. Your brother with his ironic tattoo. Okay. Yes, exactly. That is no loss. This is like... Upwards of $14 worth of beer. <laughs> God, I'm you got like, a lot of beer. Drink. You got 60 blue, beers uh, for your $14. So that's like two you, beers in New York. So, so uh, oh, we're, we're here. One really has so much euling. It's terrible. Drink on Sunday. So I'm like, hi, Mom. I've had a few drinks. <laughs> Don't ask me how the convention is. No, I'm going to ask how Otakon is How is the convention? What, what is the highlight of Otakon so far? All the chicks I slept with. Jam, when I Jam when I banged Rogers, the Kano Jam sisters Project. together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Kano sisters. And then I banged Jam Project. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see oh, yes. this ethereal female fan of Fast Karate for the gentleman that oh, Aaron mentions. Oh my god, and we don't have her number or anything. What if she shows up at your room? No, she's not gonna show up at the room after she was all right. one AM. She was okay. You have a girlfriend, Dave. <laughs> she she were they nerd girl tits? No, no, she was it's like normal looking. Curiosity. <laughs> hey, your girlfriend doesn't have to know. What she's gonna what listen? Says at Otakon. She's gonna listen she to, listen to the podcast. Grazie. Oh no, she won't. No one else in the front beat crew. Like, don't worry, Graziella. She was not hot. All right, next. 
So the Kano sisters. Who are the Kano sisters? After Shang Tsung was defeated and retreated back to our world, the soul of Kano was spitting in two. And as a result, he had to give up being leader of the Black Dragon Clan. Seated it to Movado and Cabal. The Kano sisters. He was always the worst character, I thought. a lot better than the Wikipedia entry. There's the Wicked Witch of the West, and then the one that's all right. <laughs> to the not so bad Witch the of the West. Color red hair. Oh, they look horrible. This is the first time I've ever been to a Japanese-style press event, and I don't ever want to go to another one again. It was why is that? Because they're fake, and we're Anime World Order. We're real. We're hardcore. We ask the hard-hitting questions. What happened to the truth? We asked Kappa Yamaguchi. Look, Kappa Yamaguchi was there. We asked him about La Blue Girl. We asked him about Twin Dolls. We asked him about the hard stuff. We asked the people who were supposed to be at this con because of their work on Sailor Moon. All we did was ask them questions about Crystal Triangle. We asked them about four or five questions about why God was a space grub. So... Yeah, see, the thing for me with the Pony Canyon thing, um, like, they had this, like, epic two-hour slot, and then I thought I'd get, I, you know, got there, like, 30 minutes late. I figured, eh, there's another 90 minutes. I get there, and they're taking photo ops and wrapping up. It was awful. Oh, the kind of sisters? What the hell was that? Well, yeah. the, they're, the they're audience basically questions were clearly plants. Wait, well, they were running, like, except for one. Horrible. <laughs> but, like, the first time I ever saw the Kano sisters, I was watching... TV while living in Japan, and they were hawking. They were already kind of, you know, moved out of being professional, whatever they were. They were hawking their own brand of beauty products. The service calm dumpster. Be respectful. These, these beauty products. <laughs> Thank you, what Andrew was Dice Clay. This was, no, no, this was we decided that that was going to be Gravier model. Their line of stuff was. <laughs> Breast and ass enlarging creams, and the packaging <laughs> ass enlarging creams for each yeah. part. The package with ass enlarging like creams part of the anatomy it was what, supposed what to enlarge. You, you that, have a tin of shrimp like shaped like giant boobs. That Isn't that K fry C? Put it on there, and you can have the Kano <laughs> sisters cans. I think most of Otakon doesn't need it. I, think the most I wanted to buy that and have him sign it. But I the most important oh thing God. of what you're saying is that you knew about the Kano sisters coming into this. I don't think any of the 29,000 people at this convention besides you knew who these people were. I saw, well, like, I saw them on Japanese... Yeah. It was 23,000 as of Friday. I saw them on Japanese TV also. That's nothing to brag about. They're basically like two Pamela Andersons of Japan. Like, that's the best but way Paris to describe Hilton it. and Nicole Richie. Pamela Anderson at least has talent. Yeah, left and it's right. later it's in like their career. Like like yeah, I mean, yeah. like I said, they've got the Hilton sisters, except they actually do something. Yeah, Pamela Anderson and Nicole Richie are currently whores. These guys are ex whores. And have now made their money. No one knows what the hell they do for a living, and they're, you know, they're kind of past it. And they also named bootleg tape. Distributors after so them. Listed in the <laughs> con guide is celebrities, like professional celebrities. Like they yeah. have no other profession. Like they're just celebrities. I was kind of hoping Hardgay would show up or something, try to revive his career. Listing in the con book as celebrities. Yeah. Even though I missed the uh, the panel um, before the Tony Oliver panel the other day, uh, they were like testing the equipment, and uh, like I saw a PowerPoint go up, and everything was an eight point font. Wait, actually, I wrote down the quote from the PowerPoint slide, but yeah. 
So was was the PowerPoint like eight point font and blue text on a slightly Wait, lighter blue text? background? <laughs> on a yellow background. <laughs> uh, it was actually no, it was, it was worse, worse than that. It was like a green, horrible textured oh, yeah, like background, right. so you couldn't read the font. And it was on Are two screens. Skulls? No, it was on two screens <laughs> alternately. So like, animated GIF. So, the so bomb one, dropping onto the fountain. So one yes, the bomb dropping like onto the fountain. So as an audio visual manager, this happens all the time, and the people who make the PowerPoints always blame the people who run the projectors. So it's not the projectors fault. No, no. You can't design. <laughs> so 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 one screen, one screen that it was it was on two different screens. One screen that it was on was squished too much vertically and the screen was on like stretched too much horizontally. So neither of them it looked right. Here is what one of the slides said, "You will get live in any country by delivery worldwide." That is their market model plan. I yeah. think you know in wow. perfect and English. I, I'd also like to mention I'd also like to mention that I'm pretty sure, I don't care if it's true or not, but I'm pretty sure there are plants in the audience because uh, Their questions were totally the great. questions were like, you girls are so beautiful and so great, and you just put out this book that teaches people, woman, young woman, how to deal with the world. What Have advice? Have men for money. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> advice do you have? Dot, dot, dot. What advice do you have for the young woman of the world? And this was the real question. It could have been worse. You women are so line. It was really <laughs> dumb. I mean, so good at giving hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Using the special hand job cream. Now available in all the community Sorry, no CDs. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why you were there. <laughs> I wasn't there because I was You're finalizing a panel. You were kicking it. You were kicking it with the cool kids. Yes, I was. I would have liked to have been there, but I had to, had to endear. Yeah, you had to be a newsman. I like the way their press liaison we was like, Kano's sisters are famous with everyone in Japan, from baby to grandpa. Uh, yeah, they said that like twice that. or three At times. At least two or three times. It's pretty amazing. And then we should mention why they were there in the first place. They're getting a video series done, but are basically... It's the, an anime about production idea. It's like a direct-to-video DVD thing, and it looks... Awful. The only G has fallen, considering like if you look at Batman Gotham Knight, the one that B Train made was better than the one production IG. Did. But like the oh. so the only most of the shell remake is looking good and necessary. Oh yeah, we <laughs> needed that orange tinted CG helicopter. But the only the only the only production material they had was a single character sketch of like each sister, which they panned over in their promotional video, like. 12 or 13 times in very slow motion with a lot of animated text. How brats caliber were they? They, they were basically brats. brats caliber. If the brats were more prostitute-ish, yeah. this would How have been that them. impossible? No, I can, I can show you both. The water is just a little bit more wet. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> if the brats girls grew up, there we go. Maybe you don't get wet. Maybe the water what? gets you. <laughs> that's, that's what they that's are. That's pretty... Uh, that is so you deep. You can put that in Kung Fu Panda too. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I heard Kung Fu Panda was okay. <laughs> They've got so much plastic in them, they're waterproof. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's like You mean they're unbiodegradable? Yeah. Yes. Oh, they're, They'll be around for a thousand years. Yeah. yeah. get wet, the water gets Chuck Norris. <laughs> well, that's just the same thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> you just replaced <laughs> you. Well, that therefore it's better. Awesome. Tyler, next round. Can we, can we talk <laughs> less about... Where I could watch Jeff Norris can movies. we talk less about the, the Kano sisters yes. and the Liu Kang sisters and more about uh, Jam Project? Yes. Yes, yes please yes. talk about Jam Project. Hironobu Kageyama descended from space uh, in his black SWAT team outfit. I was really hoping for the pink pants or maybe the bright lime green. But he brought no. it back with the trucker hat. He did have the trucker hat. Yeah. yeah. And his uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> what about a sliding <laughs> kick attack that... Oh, yes, yeah. Invincible. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so Mike, Mike, how did you get a seat in the fifth row? Oh, here we go. And oh. He so, was a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, yeah, we'll see. That would you know, be worth it. That would be worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it would be. But, you know, for Friday night, they just sort of approached me, and they're, you know, and I sort of, you know, bit the... The international symbol. Yeah. You know, I bit the bullet and took one for the team, which was really just me, and I got front rows. No. Um, actually, one of my people who was on... One of my people. Yeah, one of my people. you and your people? Yeah, my people are spread out, man. I, I've got, like, tons and tons of people. Now, um, now, one of the people I was with this year for a crew, um, actually, he was uh, actually got the whole row, like, the whole fifth row reserved for him and his friends, and he, like, fought, like, the whole... Uh, line for it, and so there wasn't space for us. Yeah, <laughs> we're not I'm friendly so enough. <laughs> the press well, like, seating anyway, was horrible. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I will say that I, uh, I just, I just kind of showed up at the line at about yeah. seven o'clock after they had started letting in, wandered in, and ended up in about the eleventh or twelfth row, well ahead of the press section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the press section so that, was that's pretty the awful. Wonderful part, but let me finish this wonderful, wonderful oh. story here. Hopefully, it won't happen again. Next time yeah. they bring Jam Project. Yeah. Hell. Now, look, the thing was, I had a friend who won the Guest the Guest contest, and they were originally going to stick him with us, but he sweet talked his way into the third row. So I gave him my camera. So, how do you get to the first row? Like, seriously. How do uh, you have two signed CDs? Like, you were just two autograph sessions? Well, have, yeah, there was the, uh, there was the, uh, Two sessions. There was the um, the official Oticon one, and afterwards there was the Bandai one, for which you had to get tickets at noon today. So what I did was, I, w- I, w- I went to the Bandai booth, got the ticket at noon, went to Jam Project's panel, got the ticket for the Oticon session, and then went to I, the got, I, got, I got the shirt autograph for Kara, who had to uh, leave. yeah, yeah, who had to leave. Can Saturday, I just yeah. interject and let the world know that Tyler was in fact that guy at the concert? Hey, yes, he wore, he wore the, the t-shirt, t-shirt for Jam Project. <laughs> this is my Jam Tyler, you're only you're like only some... twenty, so maybe you don't know that this is not cool. But what you don't do is you don't wear. That band's T-shirt hey, to the concert. People doing the same. I don't care how many there were, show. Tyler. There are hundreds of people no doing the same freaking also, thing. Also, that shirt so was fucking screw ugly. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't really the, want to wear that This is like shirt. the fucking Chinese Zen riddle. <laughs> Unsolvable. If Jam Project comes out wearing the Jam Project shirt, they would, they they do they did. do yeah, they then become that guy? Yes. Jam Project is. That okay. jam project, exactly. <laughs> and that's fine. That's their whole shtick. I mean, okay. they did at least they Maybe sing songs about giant robots punching things. To I mean, come out and slam them to I'll welcome to what. the jam project. I felt really bad for the dude playing the one drum, but that's oh. the chick picked up the tambourine, so I was like, okay, well, oh. you clearly have less musical talent than that. I missed that. Part. Oh, like, what was really weird. Do not be hating on Masami Okui. She is wicked talented. She's a pro- she's actually a producer for a bunch of other artists. Did she wear two yeah. separate leather print dresses? Or leather print dresses during that concert? No, I think I'm pretty sure it was just the one. Uh, well, I just figured Kageyama got to change. And, ser- and seriously, yeah. dude, don't be hating. She she's rad. I mean, she's like 45. I was I still all about her. <laughs> she was pretty cool. Yeah. I liked. Uh, I also liked that they did their homework. Uh, each individual artist did their own song, and she like actually went and dusted off Utena, uh, the theme to that. And that's wow, uh, yeah. that's eleven years old, and well, she rocked yeah. the house with it. I was like, at least it's something I know. And she we was got the obligatory chala head chala. Sweet. 
there would have been a riot. I was kind of a like, if there had not been, oh, okay. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been <laughs> both of us throwing spirit bombs <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> that, or like, yeah, that or like the entire like population of Brazil like rushes the stage or something. Possibly a final flash on the way. Yeah. I okay. I'd never really been to a concert like that before. Like all the concerts I've been to, like people are actually like playing instruments, and so I was a little. I I missed that part. I came in like after the acoustic session, so I was a little weirded out that it was just like almost like a karaoke like experience. Yeah. Hey, the fire bomber Listen. was the height of it. There, yeah. the fire bomber. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a pretty was good there moment there. Where does he get those jackets? Because I think those I jackets are awesome. Mm-hmm. He probably like just goes back in time to 1977 and picks them up. Yeah. <laughs> when I hear you responding to how I sing, yeah. no man who has that haircut and that shirt <laughs> needs any more courage. <laughs> <laughs> he is set up. <laughs> it's a very it's like an international it's a crazy haircut cowboy he was the Sammy Hagar that does accurately anime. that totally accurately describes his outfits well the, the, the gentleman in question what's his name does anyone remember uh, Yoshiki Fukuyama yeah, yeah. Yoshiki Fukuyama the yeah. voice of the voice, the voice of uh, Basara Neki in, in Macro 7 he actually uh, I, I spoke to him briefly uh, earlier tonight and he said that he has three models uh, role models and those role models are uh, Gegege no Kitaro uh, so Osamu Desai, the yeah. uh, the Japanese author, and uh, what was the third one? Uh, Basara Neki, yeah. And the thing is, I look so at him. I look at his role models himself. Yeah, well, I mean, I just look, I'm, so, I'm telling you, I look at him and I think, no, your role model is clearly Sammy Hagar. <laughs> it's really you obvious. Cannot drive 55, sir. Admit it. He's like a Japanese Sammy Hagar, and it is no joke. If only his role model was Mike Hagar. Masaki Endo was uh, Dave. Your theory is that he uh, was transported from the band Poison. Well, <laughs> doesn't Poison have concert hair? He traveled through time and mysteriously, somehow during the transmutation process from 1976, <laughs> he turned Japanese and nobody did. It's actually, really <laughs> thought so. <laughs> if you're talking 76, you're not thinking Poison. You're thinking Fog Hat. <laughs> He was having a slow ride. He was taking it easy. Fog hat. Yeah, I mean, he had like the lumberjack shirt and the the frosted frosted the bandana. Almost like he was ready to go to Yurikon. Yeah, and and I'm pretty sure all these dudes are over forty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Fifty. I'm just doing the math, and I'm like, if he was if he was twenty. At the minimum, when Dragon Ball Z was coming out, which I guess he was if he was born in 61, like, he is a... <laughs> he looks worse than what he is. I'll say that much. Yeah, see, <laughs> oh, really? But he's also able to run around like, and scream like a lunatic. Yeah, Chala Head Chala is one of the most violent songs man has ever created. Not as violent, <laughs> so, not as, violent as Violence of the Flame. The bicycles. The second chorus. Six months off your life just to sing that song. <laughs> so... So, could die so Dave has taken a lot know. of years of his life by singing Chala Hedgehog. I really yeah. like that he did. Every karaoke place that has it, it's got to come up. I think the the real highlight. How many places do have it? Jam Project every concert. Korean karaoke establishment has Chala Hedgehog. They, they do, in fact. and the Soul Taker theme song. Is that so? Yeah, they sang Soul Taker at the concert. But yeah, like I think the real highlight of the entire concert, if you have to pick one moment, would have been the time 
when uh, Hironobu did the finger guns and said sparking and they kicked in the echo effect. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's really all you needed. They could have just yeah. put the lights on and said, okay, go home now. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I, he started that song and the, the air was thick with anticipation. As soon as he said, oh, now I will play you my favorite song, 1989. Oh, I just about shat my pants. Yeah, the world stopped. Just about. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. High five. The world stopped turning and three minutes later it started turning again. I just heard one. I got sitting by myself. <laughs> I, for one, uh, just, I mean, I'm going to keep saying this joke like looking around. 20 times. That's a song I sung, a, I sung along with. I was really this joke like 20 times, and it's not, it gets funnier every single time I tell it. But I mean, every time I think back to the Gal Gagar performance, I just wonder if John Cirabella was just sitting somewhere in a corridor, seething at the notion that 7,000 people are all know the words to the Gal Gagar theme song by heart and none of them bought his damn DVDs. <laughs> I was really hoping when, uh, when what's-his-name threw out the picks after he did the... Fugiyama. Yeah, Fugiyama. I, Fugiyama. I was really was hoping to see Mike Dent just fly him. across and then <laughs> pound anyone on the ground. Yeah. It was... Well, you know, I was... I was, I was <laughs> you know, actually, I, I, I will admit... I will admit... <laughs> I, I, I was a big object yeah. approach. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, I, I was tempted to, but then there's that, like, crazy, like, Iran High School host club fangirl just dancing and stuff. Team Oran is not allowed to commandeer your jam yeah. projects pick. Yeah, I know. I was like I, trying I to take them down, but yeah, the guy, it didn't work. I showed up again at the Q and A panel today. The guy who called sign. the pick and said he hoped no, not to get it signed because it's so tiny. It's but a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <he just> <laughs> Dale, do you know anything about music? No. He might have given him a micron pen. He said that he would hope that it would help him play guitar as well as him. And the guy was like, no. And, then, <laughs> and he plays the guitar, and the guitar, like, bursts into flame or something. Some of the answers to the Q&A panel were pretty, like, hilarious. Like, uh, some dude asked if they would come play in Canada, and he said, and, oh, you're from Canada, take us with you. What? what? That means they want out of Baltimore. Like, okay. <laughs> Sorry, no that space in the yeah. car anymore. Jam Project's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. You're walking phone. <laughs> To me, that sounds like a hint uh, that they would like to play in Toronto next summer at Anime North. So Anime North people should get on the ball. Seriously. Yeah, fourth like largest convention in the block. Oh, man, I should get my entry visa for that. Inshallah, just sing it again. Wait, just okay. an entire concert where you just where you just <laughs> on loop. Right. <laughs> Although I do sort of feel bad that like I was the only guy who like cheered right away after they started doing the whole Garo theme. Hey, no, we gotta we gotta save this file. Not like any of this is going to be comprehensible. Yeah. No, 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 because Dave, Dave you're you, other people are talking. Oh, Dave, you are. Re, re, oh, re, re, these that? are unidirectional <laughs> microphones. No, it all like, works out in the end. Cardioid. Now, now, now why do you? Oh, cardioid. They have the heart shape pickup pattern. You got to be. Look, I got a degree in this shit. I've been doing this for like three years. I'm like, we plug the things I, in, I we push things. the dials. It's like when Vin Diesel is about <laughs> to get dropped out of the back of that cargo plane. Right he lives for this shit, man. <laughs> it's like when Vin Diesel had all the bad Okay, Aaron's going back to get her crossbow. Um. Like, they were like, can you keep up? And he was like, can you keep up? There's only one pace we're going at. Mine. And then that chickens was on a period it was weird hey vin diesel outran the speed of light so you know <laughs> it's nothing brendan fraser didn't do while carrying a kid 
blade out around the sweet Vin life. Diesel <laughs> plays D and D. Vin Diesel's okay in my book. Oh no! Was this feats? It's become a miniatures game. The, real, the thing that the thing that really amazes me is that most of the people in this room are sober. Yeah. Uh, not me, but I was well, born. Yeah, well, sober. are you ever or not? Yeah. Not always. Oh, you're not always so drunk. Always. You're a, you're a lush. It's in your Irish blood. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. That is racist. That is racist uh, against Aaron. Not racist. It's, it's racist. It's anti-national. Two people in the room who are. Oh, Irish. in that case, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Irish is in race. Fact. Very liquid. It's a up. condition. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait a second, well, Mike Tool, yeah, Night of Terror, Dave, like, Aaron Finnegan, Dave Riley, like, all, all Irish, Irish well, bastard. Your friend from ADB wasn't even here, like buying oh, you drinks. You should have seen. You have to pour one New in the morning for Christmas. At, at the, the New York. I don't need to say everything on the microphone. At the New York Anime Festival, Chris Orr got me so drunk that I thought I would die, and I came back to you. You thought you would die? You broke our bathroom floor. <laughs> I may have killed Ed. What? <laughs> I, I remember that He's night where amazing. I was Daryl Surratt chose wisely. Where, where should I sleep? Wait a second. Dave's going to stumble in drunk. He's actually dead. Well, Sorry. Of ADB, oh yes. How about their booth this year? What oh, yeah. what booth? It's not technically yeah, like, theirs. No, seriously. No, talk about ADV. Yeah. What's their deal? No, uh, ADV. Well, the deal with the well, ADV. We'll wait, wait. The deal with the ADV booth is that um, they have the space reserved, and it's unwise to give that space up because it's very expensive and very costly to get it. If they had given it up this year at either AX or Oticon or any of these cons, they would have had trouble reacquiring it for next year when they hope to bounce back. What's happening this year is uh, their, uh, their guy, David Williams, has his own business selling DVDs uh, as an agent for them, selling a bunch of different discs, and uh, so that's what's been happening. So they're selling business. That's the that I get from talking to him. He told me today, it's his business, it's his deal. He it's was running the register really. himself. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we saw him there. Yeah. 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 So, so he essentially... I bought Birth from him for $5. He sells Oh, you got ripped off, dude. Uh, no like way! Birth is worth exactly $5. Yeah, basically. $5 with shipping? $4.99. Is $5 plus shipping? No, absolutely not. But $5 over the counter? There are many wonderful animated backgrounds in Birth. This yeah. is something I can actually comment on after oh, being like in the home media business for like twelve years. That yeah. it, it is a, it's a symptom of something that really, really could be fatal. What? What? What's being happening dumb. with, with it's, ADV it's, right now? It's ADV it's having a warehouse full of unsellable like, product. Yeah. That's oh, what it really? Is. It's called the suck factor. Unless you really, really want stop licensing that. Show shitty <laughs> Venus versus virus. Yeah. <laughs> when it's like, oh, Red Gardens, the tickets of money sales, whatever. For the record, their prices at this clear out thing aren't that good. This is always been true. Uh, People say they come to Otakon to get cheap DVDs, and every year I go down and they're like, Five dollars more expensive than just. No, you got to look in the bargain bins. You got to yeah, look in the bargain bins. The bargain bin stuff is garbage. Otakon is like the only look, place where I can reliably get a lot of five or six dollar manga. The only like, thing yeah. I, I got Phoenix on. Volume Eight for two dollars. That's a good deal. Oh Makes up for birth. For I mean, yeah, but I mean to get back to get back on the ADV hate train. I, I mean, I feel bad for them because I've had a lot of friends in that company and it's hit them hard. I don't hate But I mean, there's there's been a lot of missteps. My favorite one of the last year was. They had Venus versus Virus, and this is a show that was on the shelves at the same time coming out as Innocent Venus. You have two different shows, nothing alike, with the same word in the title coming out at the same time. That's you don't do that in marketing. You don't. It's so stupid. 
Well, it's such a good job to, you know, punish the people that want to buy the box sets by stripping everything out, so... Oh, well. I, I blame the suck factor. I don't hate yeah. ADV. I just hate these terrible shows that I, I keep... I don't hate ADV. I just hate Chris Orr. Oh, you just hate Chris Orr for not hooking like you up? But he gets you drunk. He's That's your best father. friend in the world. He's your father. <laughs> you have a, a hatred relationship He's my adopted father. father. <laughs> he looks kind of like you. He was like a karaoke master. Like, yeah. he's like what you will be in the future. I could only aspire to be Chris Orr. It's true. You're on your way there. It is a simple dream. <laughs> I, I hate Chris Orr because he can't find artwork for me from shows that are like several years old. <laughs> he doesn't have time it's his fault that that they, that's not on the server anymore. We, I didn't really even see this convention now that I think about it. I, mean, most I didn't of, do shit. Yeah, most of the time I, I was spent like flying off to do these bizarre arcane interviews. Like, I think... We got some good stuff. I learned officially. I mean, I always knew it deep down in my heart, but now I have like even more empirical evidence. As if my podcast existing wasn't enough proof. In cases where our podcast, yeah, my uh, anime world order. Oh, it's my podcast, faggot. It's the beginning of the end, folks. Uh, uh, it's uh, my name. I came up with it and the logo and the song. <laughs> you wouldn't accept you any other wait, wait, suggestions wait. from anybody? No, no suggestions ever. Gerald, my Let's News window just idea for the segment. No wait a minute. Don't forget go. about the uh, MySpace. He's very exclusive when he talks about the podcast. It's mine this and mine that. Say your piece. I finish my point. Say your piece. The point is, is that when you have a stupid idea... Versus no ideas whatsoever. Yep. Stupid idea wins. Like, wow. So when I say, let's take the NWO theme song and change one letter in it, and here we're ready to go, what are the other alternatives? None. It wins. Similarly, if you're at an interview with a guest, and none of the other press people have questions, and all you have are stupid questions... Stupid questions win. <laughs> Actually, what? Yeah, that's. It's a good rule for life. Okay, I'm not a Jam Project expert. One thing I wonder is, yeah, there's five members in the lineup. I thought Rika Matsumoto was a member. She left. Well, she... she's taking a break. Yeah. Okay, okay, so she's not currently an active member. I was hoping yeah, Ishida Mizuki would like just yeah, like come out of the wings or something. Yeah. That young guy yeah. that's there all the times that he was on stage with Masami Okui, it was meant to be Rika Matsumoto. Like, okay. normally. Yeah. Yeah, generally. You just took all of her singing parts. Yeah. What? Was, they just kind of switched it up like that. I didn't notice his voice like, being that they, high. Yeah, they did the same thing when Ichiro Mizuki left. They kind of reassigned his parts. Well, you can't do that to Ichiro Mizuki. Ichiro Mizuki's kind of a god. So. His voice within certain songs. He was the founder, yeah. Yeah, well, wait, wait, yeah. Yeah, it's like one of the founders, yeah. yeah I am not the Jam Project expert. I always assumed since he, he kind of appeared intermittently on the songs I've heard. I think he's still their producer right now. I think he just appears every now and again. He was on Storm. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, um, yeah, because I remember like he's their producer right now, but he came back for Stormbringer, and they also brought Ricardo Cruz in for that one, but you can barely make him out because he's just Masaki Endo. R- Ricardo Cruz, that's not a Japanese name, is well, it? I know, that's the guy <laughs> yeah, That's the guy who won the uh, audition contest. Well, actually, no, he didn't win, um, but they liked his spirit, so they wanted to bring him along. So, so, he, so it's a, a.k.a. He, he's the pet of the group. Oh,
3.30 in the morning. You can sleep when you're dead. You brought like a tote bag full of healing. You're all drinking. You won't so, get drunk wait, wait, one beer so, for you. So one thing I've really noticed at Otakon this year that I haven't seen in previous years, what is the name of those people who wear like the horrible mask and like the skin color? Kigurumi. Kigurumi. Oh, yes. I, the like first experience I had here. at the con oh, this year. Oh, don't remind me. I was trying oh, to lock it out. Beers. Like maybe I've I seen like, one before. Asin, yeah, no. yeah, oh. Dude at Asin who does it very well. What's one dude? The first experience I had was walking through the line and there was a fat male Bratz Kigurumi. Well, there That's is amazing. No non-male Kigurumi. He, he was talking about. He was in one of my panels, and he was talking about the fact that he bought it online over the internet. Whoa! Internet, uh, over the internet, as uh, opposed to online over what else? But I mean, what possesses you to? Well, maybe Craigslist you know isn't technically the internet. Anymore. <laughs> 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 it's an extra internet. But yeah, like, so, yeah, other than Kigurumi's, I would say uh, this year the most dominant costume out there in full force is Heath Ledger, Dark Knight, Joker. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. A, but, like, but really, like, across the board, okay, first of all, I think the cosplay at Oticon has really gotten a lot better this year. Like, I think it's, like, really a, a higher yeah, level. There's a lot of shirtless in. guys with well, pokeballs painted on Yokos stomach. and things like I'll that. I'll just say I'm one sure. thing. Uh, ten years ago was my first Oticon, Oticon okay. 98. I won the cosplay contest that year. I was dressed in a Doraemon costume that my wife made for me. And, uh, yeah, it hit the nostalgia button on everyone. It was fun. Everyone cheered for me. I won the big prize. It was cool. And every year since then, I, we don't do the costume thing anymore because uh, cosplayers have stepped up their game. There's still a lot of bad cosplay out there, but the best ones have gotten so good, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah. That's your... Believe it or not, I, live, I live with a serious business cosplayer, and you'd think that living with a serious business cosplayer would give you more respect for cosplay. No, it, in fact, less. gives you less. Far because less. Of, because of all the drama? Because there's... I have never... When she comes downstairs and is really angry and says, This bitch bought the wrong buttons and I can't believe she bought these fucking buttons I wrote them down for her and the, that's kind of amazing actually yeah no more <laughs> wire coat typical. hangers no <laughs> <laughs> wire hangers points I'm not sure if it's just me tuning it out but I've not seen like you know noticeably a single Naruto or Luffy like, oh certainly like, Naruto uh, Naruto oh, is out Naruto, in, Naruto in, is out in full force for some reason yeah, for some like, Naruto uh, chicks that were like no no not just Naruto not, not. <laughs> oh yeah you're cosplaying uh, an underage oh, 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 we, we saw a guy no I saw the greatest Naruto cosplayer it was a guy with like a white Hanes t-shirt with iron on letters saying I am Naruto that was amazing uh, wow, that's ironic. That's like the guy who has a shirt that's his cosplay slacker. That's his costume. I saw a guy <laughs> no, wearing, and you can buy it in the dealer's room. Yeah, I don't know what the reason is, but everybody does like that evil organization said, this year. I, am I don't not know. L. And I was like, Oh, I am not no, L. That's good. Don't hate me. I'm not L. This is I'm not L. ironic hipster stuff to do. I'm not feeling it. No, that's not ironic. That guy looked really obnoxious. He was kind of blind. Aaron. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> ironic. I think my favorite costume. <laughs> Irony and obnoxious. My favorite costume that I saw. You, you're all familiar with Cardboard Gundam, right? Yeah. yeah. I saw someone wearing a Cardboard Gundam costume, but it wasn't the Cardboard Gundam guy. <laughs> so someone took his horrible Gundam costume and cosplayed as that. <laughs> there was just every con had to have yeah. something like that. I didn't know there was I a guy. I still want to do cardboard Gundam like hyper form, so it's like spray painted gold or something like that. You know, <laughs> too much cosplaying makes a con unenjoyable because you you gum up like the hallway with people taking too much photos. 
that's I, not I, cosplaying. That's being a dick. Okay, I want to. I want to patent this. This is the uh, the convention hallway cowcatcher, and just like go crazy. He has an idea. Okay, you ready for this? Right. Okay, so oh, the convention hallway cowcatcher. So you just have like the little you know thing ready, and then you just have like punk studs or whatever you want up front, and then you just plow through people left and right. And, and push them into the karaoke room. Exactly. Then you could be a bodyguard for the Kano sisters. <laughs> there has been for years. Well, yeah, that's that's part two of the plan, but yeah. What, do they have like everything? I don't know. If, I've never. I've do never. Have, I've never gone. To, uh, they have vocal. chala head chala. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think they have like the, like the karaoke this year. It's like six, eight pages. Of... Is it going to be around tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to be around tomorrow. Like they're. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but there's. Like... Now, do you know what you're doing tomorrow? I guess I do. <laughs> yeah, but I can't do the Nico Nico medley this year. It's only a six minute limit. Is that that thing that's like yeah, yeah, songs? Yeah, that that's the one I did for. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm I'm probably gonna have to, but is Rock and Roll McDonald's on there, sir? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You'd win the best in Rock and Roll <laughs> McDonald's. Wesley Willis. So, so, we're insisting that yeah, so, that Mike so, is cosplaying as Wesley Willis, which is sadly so, not. So, yeah, so I, I should explain this. Yeah, Dar- for some yes. reason Daryl thinks I'm the, I'm the greatest Wesley Willis cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it until just now. <laughs> You're the daddy of rock and roll. Tell me about the chicken cow, Mike Dent. <laughs> everyone be quiet. Everyone be, everyone be quiet. I'm talking. Let's, hey, 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 let's, let's, let's get back on subject a little. What's something, what is something you really dug about Otakon? The thing I liked was uh, the fan panels. They were awesome. I went to a really good Satoshi Kon fan panel. Oh, how was it? Oh, it was awesome. It was like these these three college dudes, and they they knew a lot about Kon more, way more than I did. I was, which yeah. is pretty pretty good because I've seen all his movies. They had they had his manga that he did years ago. Oh, sweet. They had a one minute short film that he made a couple of years ago that I had never seen. Oh, oh God was it, was damn it! it. In NHK, like yeah, yeah. The, oh, okay. the NHK we we happened to see that because recently um, Satoshi Kon had like there was a retrospective at Lincoln yeah. Center, and he arrived as a guest. So. Anyway, yeah, the fan panels were awesome. And damn I'm it! Not Too bad. Shut down. Three of them. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you about my Satoshi Scott. My, my Satoshi. Oh my god! I'm trying to tell you about my Satoshi Khan sketch, which is awesome because he did a lot of sketches for people in New York City when he showed up at his own retrospective. Fuck you. It was so great. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's my favorite. I've never even met him. We got him for a, a sit down. He's going to be one of the next. James got a sketch. Also, actually, almost every New York City anime fan got a sketch from Satoshi Khan. My. My got, advice to you, got nobody. my advice to you, be a, a tiny pixie-like fangirl because he was mobbed. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. No, no, this was this was so funny. There was this girl who was like, there was this, shut, shut. There was this girl who was like. There was this girl who was only maybe like 20 or something, so we're talking Tyler's age, who was like wearing like a Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends shirt and who was like freaking out while Sushi Khan was like, he went out for a cigarette and he was drawing a sketch for her and his cigarette ash like was growing and growing, but she was like freaking out and jumping up and down and being and almost crying and being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you could tell he was loving it where he's like, well, I'm just going to keep sketching for a while, right, where he had like this total groupy moment. So finally he finished and like she couldn't hold it back and like gave him a hug. You could tell he thought that was awesome. So clearly she got a better sketch than I did, which was yeah. afterwards, but it was hilarious. I really would Satoshi like Khan, ladies and gentlemen. No, go ahead, go ahead. What you liked about Otakon? Daryl, you're next. What, 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 the finger guns was the theme of the last year's Otakon? Yeah, that was but it's hard to pose the drop the theme of yeah. <laughs> Anyway, here, here's what I liked. What I liked about Otakon is that even though there's presumably a terrifyingly larger amount of people, 
in the actual convention area itself, it doesn't seem like it's 30,000 people. Yeah. I don't know where they all went. Maybe they're just all perpetually in Artist Alley that, well, selling penises. It's like a, just 10 grand more than there were uh, like a couple years ago, and it actually feels less crowded. Yeah, I would that's say a good the only point. place where it seems like there's congestion is the Skywalk, but that's only because cosplayers have decided that's the best possible place to stop and get photos. This weekend alone, I must have walked in front of and ruined at least 10 group photographs. Yeah, me too. Too. Yeah, actively. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. should always, if you go to a convention and dickheads are blocking the hallways, it is your duty and your obligation to walk in front of them and ruin their photos. This is why the convention cowcatcher needs to be implemented, side, like, next year. Now that I have this mandate, I feel much better. Well, there's no actually. point in <laughs> yeah. taking these pictures in the hallway when there's the giant open area. There's multiple giant open from. areas. I mean, like, what yeah, is the point of taking your pose right in front of the entrance to the bathroom and then someone, like, strides out and gets caught, like, oh, no, if someone zooms in on this, they're going to see I didn't wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom and enhance. <laughs> Although I, I have to say, I, I think I witnessed the first ever oh, convention photo shoot crossfire. Says like the moment I stepped in, it was like a uh, sort of like Mexican standoff with people with their cameras at each other, just like with like different photo shoots. The moment you walked in, so you had to like duck and whatever, trying to get your way out of it. So what was the thing what you liked about Otakon, Mr. Dent? Uh, I'm just picturing my dent as Wesley Willis. I believe. <laughs> I was trying to let Mike talk. I believe oh, right. in Mike. You're death. too young. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my precious. He doesn't know who Wesley Willis is. Fuck you. It's too late, Tyler. He's dead. Yeah. He died. It was announced on NPR, and I wept. Fuck you all. It's not a joke. I run into heaven. And now I'm not seeing anything. <laughs> Born in the body of Mike Completely Dent. unrelated to this, I had a conversation with uh, the Anime News Network crew about Wesley Willis just three hours ago at dinner. Oh, yeah? And then this happened. They say that they God saw died. him at this Darryl convention because it wasn't him. Wait, wait, it was wait, Mike Dent. Who, who, who the fuck is Wesley Willis? And why should I care? We already covered this shit. Oh, yeah. Tyler, get out. <laughs> I whooped Batman's ass. I whooped Batman's ass. Batman kicked my ass. I whooped Batman's ass. He was acting like such a jackal. Batman got on my nerves. He was running me a moat. He ridiculed me, calling me a bum. I whooped Batman's ass. 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 Batman thought he was bad. He was a fucking asshole in the first place. He got knocked to the floor. I whooped Batman's ass! I whooped Batman's ass! 
Daryl was concerned you were taking up all of his time. Ruins interviews by asking. Yeah, he did that for. That's he's two for two. Oh no! Okay, there are times when that is appropriate. I have totally sat there and seriously asked Akira Kamiya to say change getter one switch on. Well, yeah, because it's fucking Akira Kamiya. But like, no, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I was just like, okay, let's. I'll just go up and ask and see what happens, and then I just sort of did the one thing, and then oh wait, hey, guess what? If you're willing, let's do Daisaku, and so you had that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave's joke was over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Dave. <laughs> so what's your, what's your wonderful Otakon memory? What do you like the most about this convention? Oh, um, everything you say is important. Wait, no, it's my turn. So, wait, wait, the girl's wanting to talk. My question was, Aaron, what's your cherished Otakon memory? Well, I mean. So, like, this year there's not, like, a lot of industry stuff since the industry is in shambles. But I woke up really early this morning to go to an anime is serious business panel, which was run by a guy who wasn't a great public speaker. But he had gotten... But he'd gotten a lot of really great data on, like, production cost of anime per episode and the breakdown of, like, who gets paid what, apparently, which was leaked onto the internet because of a virus in Japan. But it was kind of amazing because it was, like, this guy who couldn't really be a great public speaker, but he had a great PowerPoint presentation and, like, this insane amount of, like, actual numbers for television. And only, like, me and my friend Uralis showed up who, like, because we work in animation, like, those numbers actually mean something to us, and wow, like it was those were low numbers. So, <laughs> like, oh, that budget really, is kind really of cheaply. insanely low, even okay. for like. So, Japan. so the open secret is kind of out that animators get paid less than minimum wage to make garbage. But this guy like broke it down by like even like look, the color department gets this much, the dir- the head director mm-hmm. gets this much, like the regular yeah. director gets this much. Well, but like for Uralis, who's like starting her own studio, like yeah. she knows what the numbers are like in America, and, and she's like that is shit. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's good It's good that we have creators trying to start their own studios because yeah. the studio system in Japan is broken. It needs to go away. No, well, I, I hear they're trying that, to unionize. Yeah. I think they got established like, earlier this year. That's, like, that's yeah. making it like, worth even less. Like Even Japan, like Naruto outsources like, Korea and China. Like You can tell the episodes are yeah. number of the Chinese studios because like, all the Chinese names in the credits right now in English. But like, it's kind of ridiculous. It's like, oh, even with these bargain basement Japanese prices that's not low enough like animation is so god forbid Naruto is just not making enough money they gotta really (laughs) hustle to get that to turn and my understanding is that they they just like ate some food around a fire and it's like fuck you this is an episode of Naruto like it's over like we ate some baked potatoes or something and like that's it you got your weekly episode my understanding is that China's too expensive they even go to India now yeah. Or North Korea is the ultimate bargain basement. Price. Well, yeah. If you ever want North see, Korea, if yeah, you like see. the Eisner nominee, or maybe it was an Eisner. But there's the graphic novel called Pyongyang, which is about an animation uh, overseas. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, wait, every two seconds. No, Gidalil, the overseas supervisor who goes to North Korea to anim- to like oversee a French production, which is like run out of money. So they went to North Korea, where they pay yeah. partially the animators in rice. I've seen this show. This is a—it's actually a French version really? of it, an yeah. Italian comic by uh, by uh, Hugo Pratt. It's called Cordo Maltese. Oh shit! And yeah, it is—it is one of the worst pieces of animation I have ever seen in my life. Which is kind of ironic. They made a big budget uh, Corto Maltese movie, which was kind of bad, but looked really pretty. And then they made this TV show that was unrecognizably poor. Just just getting the eye direction right. Yeah. It's like a huge struggle. Yeah, but I mean... No, they should be looking at this guy. They should look sad in this scene. We could have a huge discussion about this, but ultimately, uh, I think one of the biggest problems is that there's too much shit. There's too much anime. 
Mm. There's uh, there's more Too than there's more than three times uh, the the number of titles that we had uh, as compared to about 1985 86. Yeah, and that's a problem. This guy had charts and stuff. It was kind of amazing. Charts. But Dave and I get all googly eyed yeah. at you, Mike, when you start doing that. That doing thing it. you just did. Okay. What, what did you do Dave's then? nodding. He understands. <laughs> what, 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 Dave, what was your favorite memory of Otakon? Come on, Dave. Meeting Mike Tool. He's wearing the I Believe in Daryl Surratt pin. I understand. He's going to make a little heart. Doki Doki. Doki Doki. Doki Doki. Well, it's just Aaron has some like weird complex about you guys, so nobody else can get a button through. What? You're the damn Joel pins. But where's the pithy wit? Well, wait, you just tell me what to make. Where is the rip-off movie slogan with my name in it? Well, then just come up with one, and I'll make you some buns. Well, I believe that I want to... Yeah, I know. I was about to say, like, I actually probably gone Dave Riley was seriously wounded, but the soul still burns. Yeah, we go, like, just give me a whole bunch of I believe in Joe Surratt buttons, like a Sharpie, and cross it out. selling more artwork than my friend who is an artist. Yeah, <laughs> you were drawn on post-its, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Well, I drew a very classic Vampire Hunter D. Some have called it a revolution in the field. <laughs> it was it was etchy, I believe the term is. <laughs> well, it might have been. It was tough to tell you whether. Have had a dong. It, Wait, do you it might have been this? the horse's do you still dog. Have this? This no, no, it was sold. Oh. I sold for a dollar. Artwork for a show. What the hell? And then, and I don't worry. I can make you another one. You're for a dollar, five cents. For a dollar, you can also get a badly drawn penis at the Ninja Consultant. We had nothing to do with that. How much penis money was made at the artist? We didn't sell a single one. Literally three threes of dollars. Perhaps three dollars would be more accurate. We were pushing them too. That is three dollars more than nothing. My buddy had the sales pins down to a T. Whenever someone would come up and look at the book, he would say, That is not a lie. <laughs> that is what exactly is what, what is in that get. book. No one has ever gone broke underestimating the taste this of the This is Table WYSIWYG. Uh, I really wonder if they got angry that I took some photographs of those penises and now well, stole some of their artwork. Devaluing those well, according to. <laughs> Gerald, did you actually run the risk of getting your badge revoked by taking pictures of the important thing at the uh, art auction? Oh, I haven't. I haven't gotten. I haven't done that. Big side. No photographs. You will lose your badge. My first other cons. I made a career out of taking pictures of like the horrifying artwork that people would put on display. How many of them were live? Photos of an obese woman topless. Okay, let me let me explain the crudely drawn. Let me explain the crudely drawn penis binder next to us because this plays into the eighteen plus art art auction. Remember the guy sitting next to us, uh, who is a friend of Geek Nights? Quiet, Dave. He does like. (laughs) You keep talking through everyone else's. (laughs) So. (laughs) 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 No, we're cutting off that mic. I'm just gonna put it up to myself. I won't actually talk over anybody. Now everyone is talking. All right. So apparently, at last year's adult art auction. Nobody submitted any artwork, so a staffer drew on lined notebook paper, a very badly drawn penis, and then colored it with like a highlighter in yellow. So this glowing rod, which is the only thing auctioned off. Right, right. So 
So the guy sitting next to us has a podcast, which is apparently almost daily, but it's about mostly Linux and also crafts, like making stuff with woodwork or whatever, and also BDSM, BDSM. because whatever, like Linux, BDSM, big crossover. So it's a very short daily, daily podcast. He has, the only thing he has at Artist Alley is a three ring binder filled with notebook paper, and on the front it says, cruelly drawn penises, one dollar. And people came up to the binder. <laughs> and they looked at it and said, oh, what is this? And they, could they truly be crudely drawn? And indeed. They're seriously, they're very, they're very badly drawn. It's like one or two lines in Sharpie, like as extremely badly drawn penises. That is remarkably similar to uh, Dave Merrill's practice of having an artist alley table where he offers unflattering portraits for like two or $3. And you'd be surprised how many people will just show up and be like, yeah, draw a shitty version of me, please. <laughs> So That's brilliant. That fact? is the biggest draw of traffic to our table. Like people will just come up and they're like, "Look at this! Look, look through the badly drawn pieces." And then, like, there was no one to take this guy's money because this guy kept leaving the table. So I made a little envelope saying like "penis money" with like money signs. <laughs> Eventually, like most of today, the penis binder was actually missing, and I don't know if like the artist took it away or if someone stole it and later gave it back. But no, people were someone still... probably took it into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they were just sticking around. Be- I see people, people. Good night, everybody. People were still extremely even with even with just the envelope. People were still extremely interested in the penis money. Tyler, you're not Tyler. Point, Tyler's wait, pointing wait, wait. to James. Oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. no, James, James. I have to answer this question. Yes. yes. Tyler yeah. insists. Um, James. <laughs> I I think uh, yeah the artist the artist alley. Was nice because I like more original stuff, but I think uh, actually getting my God badge back this year. God badge? The magic yeah. ticket? Yeah. What is yeah. that? Let's, let's my, see the magic God ticket. Badge, which means I don't have to wait in line or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's cooler than the press badges. Yeah, it's a magic else. ticket. All right. access. I'm, I'm kind of like like overdoing the douchiness, like way more than a fedora and a Bluetooth at the same time would do it right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, last year I had to go with like the regular peasant badge and I just couldn't handle it. I actually, I, I'm actually doing work and I'm repping for Tokoho Shinsha now. So I get my badge back. Nice. For me, Jam Project, see, long ago on, like, on the fan boards, like on the Otakon message boards, for example, when we were suggesting a you know, musical guest there was always a suggestion for Jam oh. Project. It was like semi-serious, like, yeah, like that would ever happen. And then suddenly, when actually half, like before it was actually to happen, the staff fell silent about, yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, we all kind of knew. And then when I, you know, actually seeing the concert was probably, you know, one of the coolest convention experiences ever because there they were right there. Roughly 20 rows up. Yeah, let's not go there. Except for me. Instigator. <laughs> Instigator down. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, so wait, wait. I'm just curious, like, who has been in the most Otacons? Is it like you, James, because you've been to all of them, or is it? I've, like, I've been to every Otacon. You've been to three? Yeah, oh, but like one of them was a long time ago. Okay. So, the last oh, time wow. I was at Otacon was in 2000. Oh, okay. It's very much a convention that I just go to when things work out, and they haven't for the past seven years. Ah, uh, that's kind of scary. But you, but James, you've been to like every Otakon, so what's the difference? I've, like, I've been to every Otakon. And how is 2008 year, different so far? Every year, it, it's a slow progression. It becomes more of a cosplay-oriented con. Really? And mm. there's a lot of, you yeah. know, not, not to say anything too bad about cosplay, Why but a lot not? of people do this 
because I, I don't need the aggravation. But a lot of people do it. You know, they seem to need approval. I mean, they they only, they'll only cosplay because of the size of the audience, yeah. and they'll Dice go and, they'll go nuts about that. And then you have these these people organizing these photo shoots, and if you actually watch them, they're 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 pretty just you know horrible examples of the most self absorption. It's not pride in. Look at me! I'm a part of a fandom. It's pride. At, look at me! I out cosplay somebody. Sure, like the so, Gerald, how many uh, people you know flew from Florida to cosplay? Here? I actually flew here with three cosplayers <laughs> and cosplay <clears throat> my cosplay bitches, <laughs> and um, they they half of Team Oron. Get her Team Oron. Yeah, and uh, are are we jumping? Are we jumping around the bush? Shouldn't we just say you know the number of female attendees because. That's cosplay. Not, oh, there are a lot also, of like new Yaoi. There are a lot of Yaoi panels that are new this year. Before was it something that's always pu- that's puzzled me a lot just about conventions in general. Maybe it's because I'm not that into it. But two events that I think, well, I think one more one more so than the other that, that get a, that get a you know scary amount of attention are AMVs and Masquerade. Masquerade more so. Well, here's here's I, like I'm just you know puzzled by the fact that Masquerade needs to be. Uh, I think know, that that is a holdover back. from science fiction conventions. Yeah. But uh, to to kind of uh, interject there, I I th- I'm wondering why you come to the conclusion that this is more cosplayer centric. I don't see more events geared towards cosplay. Centric. I don't th- I don't see event more events geared towards cosplayers. I think that if there are more cosplayers, it's it's an organic process. Yeah. Well, no, I it's, just it's I just think, because yeah, it's getting I, bigger. No, I think That's they're true. I think they're being accommodated. Mm-hmm. More yeah. Yeah. Is, okay. is what's happening, and a yeah. lot of and a lot of people show up at a con thinking that cosplaying is almost an obligatory activity yeah. of being yeah, at a con, which true. in which you know Kinda when is. when Otacon started, when these cons were you know just just forming up, it was the opposite. You know, cosplaying was its own separate little event, and to wear to wear a costume outside the judging was extremely rare. People just yeah. didn't do it. That's not true. Out of the barn a long time. That's not true. Yeah, you always had the hall, the hall contest. And, they had the and, hall costumes, uh, but but you know people registered for that and they had little banners that said hall costume, and it was one out of ten people attendees. Oh, yeah, but it's yeah, it's well, been different for a long time. Yeah, I the, think. the ratio has been changing. Any yeah, large no, any not, large I'm convention now. This is the have... con where everything's different. I, th- I think yeah. I just think every year it goes up just slightly. Yeah, it's also uniquely kind of American thing because I know Kukiana Simon was mentioning the Jam Project panel, but nobody really cosplays outside of spe- very specific events in Japan. Well, in Japan, they don't even allow them to walk to the convention in uh, costume. Yeah. Right. And so they, heaven forbid, you show up outside of your pen without uh, your costume on. You so. can't actually call it a home. It's a pen. It's yeah, that's what I was, looking for, I was looking for the word. No, 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 no. You, you change at the convention center, but there's yeah. a designated changing area. Yeah. And you can't take photography whatsoever except in the designated photography area. The designated pen. Yeah, but so. that, that's a social construct. That's not because they think it's legally important. That's just because... Oh, yes, that's that so. You're, you're being socially responsible. Is that the- <laughs> why, why aren't you cosplaying, Aaron? What? Why oh, because it's too time-consuming. Yeah, she's I, done it before. I have a serious problem with know, cosplay. Where, I was like, here when you were cosplaying. There was one year, well, there were, right, where I dressed as, like, Nausicaa. Nausicaa. And that was cool, and I felt very strong about Nausicaa. So I, I, I remember Nausicaa when costumes. you were auditioning for Team Auron. I did also dr- cosplay as an Orin High School. Anyway, the point of the story is, cosplay is really <laughs> time-consuming, and it creates a lot of extra luggage. And because I'm fully oh, employed fucking this year, shit, I know about that. I know. About. It's like two <laughs> extra suitcases. It's like doing Artist Alley and cosplaying is like freaking bags. two suitcases. It's a little ridiculous. Does, does your art sell better if you're selling it in well, a they're costume? They're my bitches, so. I don't think I've actually done both. Only in Japan. 
Right. Like, I don't really think that makes that much of a difference. Do you, you have your yeah, hand up? Well, I, I've, got, I've got one thing that I, I want to note about uh, cosplayers, and that's I don't understand these people who will make these fabulous, incredibly elaborate, huge costumes where they need spotters, and they can only move about very slowly and with really limited mobility. It's pretty intense. And yet, they insist on moving all over the convention, walking down the hallways, clogging shit up. They, they make themselves these terrible moving targets, and I just think, just go to the fountains. Just go to like the yeah. nice, wide-open yeah, public area, hang out there for four hours, get your photos taken, and then go back and get out of that crap and enjoy the convention without blocking the halls. But yeah. they don't enjoy the convention, because they could, if the people aren't looking at them, they're not enjoying it. And then sometimes they're, they're like, you know, little girls in prom night. Yeah. Like they, they make these elaborate costumes and only wear them once. And the giant costumes have tiny eye holes. And if you're in one place, you can't see yourself being seen. You have to move. Kind of like the rocket fire explosion, only with people inside instead of robots. I see. Unfortunately, I found it like, I don't know, like cosplaying a couple of times, getting my picture taken, like several people who were sort of coworkers assumed that I cosplay all the time and continued to ask like cosplay related questions many years later. It's like, no, it's something I've dabbled in. I wouldn't say I'm a cosplayer. I would say I have cosplayed like Cosplay two or three times. Well, no, not in my past. It's like it's something that like I've made three costumes. Like, does that make me a cosplayer? Like, I, if I smoked pot three times, would you call me a stoner? Yes. 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 Jesus Christ! Yes, everyone here would. A dilettante. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Says the girl who's just a nerd girl. Why do you, wait? What speaking is up with in terms, that? well, speaking in those terms, uh, I, I, I'm just wondering. I'm just curious about y'all because I don't know all of you guys that well. Are Aaron and I the only cosplayers in the room? Even though I haven't done it since 2001. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of dressed up as Loop on the third Whoa. once. I wouldn't call it cosplay. Soji, before he decided that he never liked Kamen Rider. <laughs> <laughs> that was only because, like, okay, let, great job. Okay, let me let me explain this. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. All right, okay. All right. Let, okay. Let me let me explain this one. All right, so so okay, so so it's at uh, it was at ASEN 2006. Um, this is around. This was like after the first couple episodes of Kabuto, and we were thinking, oh, this is awesome. God, was I wrong? Uh, but uh, it was around the time that uh, Car Captor Will also gotten into it, and he we we, we both kind of were like, oh, okay, we're gonna race to see who can get this uh, cashmere jacket that Tendo wears in the first couple episodes first, and he of course he's. Um, has access to HMV, so he goes over, gets it, and so I'm like, I just get stuck with the blazer. So the whole thing is he's going around taking pictures, and anytime I saw him, I just had to run at him, be like, no, no, he's a worm! And I ta- like, we're tackling, we're fighting each other, and so that's where all the photos kind of came from, but... <laughs> mm, I see, so it had nothing to do with you decided to wear this outfit, and then Will decides to hold up a small vial of liquid to, you know, denote that it's the antidote for the poison, poison. you just <laughs> drank <laughs> into a cosplay. <laughs> Wait, okay. No time for love, Doctor. No time for. <laughs> so you won a cosplay contest as Doraemon or something? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so there's like Noah. No won a fan fiction. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Noah won a fan fiction contest when he was 13. You're drunk, my god, woman. Does that make him a fanfic writer? Stop saying these words. What? Daleks Okay, you guys. You guys. Shut up, shut up, you guys. My fanfic. Listen, listen. 
You guys don't understand how it was back in the day. I was a young man back then. I had nothing, nothing to my name. I had no accomplishments. So I decided I would enter. So can you make fan? Can you make writing fan fiction seem cool at all? Is it possible? No, well, I you, can't do that. Well, if you use fan- I mean, would it would it be the least bit credible if I just sat here and I was just like, yeah, man, back in the day, uh, back when the scene was way different, before the kids were all drugged out and got too skinny, we were writing the best fucking shit. Man, it used to be about the fic. What happened? What happened well, to now, you, man? Well, you can oh, win me, Hugo yeah. Awards for it, so go figure. Uh, don't don't get me started. Don't <laughs> get me started Gather on that. Robo <laughs> slash Mavic <laughs> slash oh, oh, wait, oh. fan picture you ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be real Monogare and oh, okay. having sex Sh- Okay, Sh- should line. I, uh, so, so Gerald, should I recite the last line that I had for the idea for the uh, joke, um, greatest movie ever, slash fake? <laughs> Was it? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Don't you about. remember? Okay. <laughs> Okay, so like, I, like so, okay, so so like yeah, this the whole episode of AWO, we're like talking like okay, you know, what if there was slash fiction of Paul and Sean Hollywood hunting? So it's like, so I I figure like the last line of it would be like, and as you walked over to the camcorder to turn it off, Paul sighed and whispered into Sean's ear, "This was the greatest movie ever." <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's made and I'm not involved. Mr. Den, I see you in a new light. <laughs> Bearing that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, very good, very good, sir. Any final Sometimes thoughts? Sometimes no. Oh, God. <laughs> Almighty Godzilla. Uh, final thoughts? Yeah, that worked well. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, it's past 3 a.m. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay, yeah, push, push the button, Frank. Sleep here. Final thoughts is that Otakon is a, a, a wonderful convention when it's not 95 degrees outside. Yeah, and it's not. You're it's from great. Florida. What the hell? Well, it's, we have uh, wind in Florida. Air conditioning. Florida is an uninhabitable state. Let me break it down for you, plan. Here's how it works. You get in your air-conditioned car, and you drive to your air-conditioned building, and you never walk anywhere. That's how it works, that's though. How you, that in New York City, in New York City we're a little harder than that. We walk in 90-degree heat yeah, at I, least a fourth of a mile every day. That's because yeah, you're New York City. We're a state of geriatrics. We, we're, <laughs> we're, we're it's true. The subway is like 105. It's is not an inhabitable state. It is. Everybody knows that you can't live in Florida. Everyone reads far. So, no, everyone doesn't read fuck. Only disrespectable people do. Well, because Florida got its feelings hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, I'm talking listen. about how people keep accidentally shooting each other. <laughs> if you're going to say the name, at least call it by its true full name. Drew, Drew Curtis, Curtis presents Curtis. Drew Curtis's Curtis Fark, a Drew Curtis production. <laughs> so, other final thoughts. So, fi- final thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Before I hit well, the stop button. My final thought is that I haven't been to Otakon uh, in, since 2000. Everything that I have wanted to happen at this convention happened pretty much before even Friday was over. <laughs> I've been going to conventions for 13 years. I went as an attendee for the first time in ages, and I just did nothing, and it was glorious. I've, I've met all my buddies that I haven't seen for years and made some new ones, and even after 13 years, conventions are fucking magic. This was a good weekend. <laughs> but you did three panels. Aww. You did three panels. That's doing nothing? To doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you just well, slept through the panels? panels to do in a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come? Yeah. What is it? It's the worst of Osama Tezuka. Not on any schedule. Dude, I totally... What? I played what? Dororo for the PS2. That's good no, and everything. everything. That good. 
Tezuka sucked making that game. That's <laughs> it. It's like, dude, how come you're all dead? This fan played at the Metro. About 3,000 people were at the Rock Show. This jam was excellent. The Rock and Roll was perfect. Stabbing Westwood. Stabbing Westwood. Stabbing Westwood. Stabbing Westwood. The band played it on. The band got down like a magic kiss. The crowd roared like a lion. The Rock Show was awesome. The show was a rock and roll blast. A lot of people met the rock band. The jam was a kick-ass jam session. But as of right now, Stu Zuckman owes Tammy Smith two hundred fifty dollars. Stabbing Westwood, Stabbing Westwood, Stabbing Westwood, Stabbing Westwood. Rock over London, rock on Chicago. Sam Goody, Goody got it. You can leave feedback by emailing us at ninjaconsultant at gmail.com. You can also send us MP3s or call us at 206-888-6832. We will see you at New York Anime Festival. See Dakon in Utica, New York, and Manga next. Ninja Consultant, Bill Marquet, Bill Marquet. Test, test, I actually, I respect Paul Chapman's taste in a way. Ironically? No, I actually do. Well, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Ford me to Ice Pirates? Really? Ice Pirates? Ice Pirates is good. I haven't seen Ice Pirates. He wanted to, but everybody else hated it, and his co-host hated it as well. I wanting to do Metal Storm, the destruction of Jared Sin with him, but uh, we can't find a copy. It never made it to DVD. Never heard of it. It's a truly terrible science fiction movie starring, uh, let's see, Richard Maul. Uh, I think he was the biggest name actor in that movie. Richard Maul's a big was, name to me. This I was mean, like 1982. Bull from Night Court. Harvey Dent. Now I know who that the is. The original Harvey Dent. So uh, we're, we're sharing the mic. We're going to share. Or do we each get one? All right. I want you to know that the last shared podcast experience I had was with Geek Nights. At That's right. I remember this well. Like three years ago. And well, yeah. And that, if it's not at least as good as that, you got some splaining to do. I'm sorry. I didn't want TSA coming in on me this time. I didn't want to risk it. Somebody, quick, take off their shirt and possibly their pants. <laughs> and grow a whole lot of hair. Don't do that. Aaron's already got the hair growth. Speaking of which, Aaron, oh, on the head. Oh the snap! Head. Don't 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 oh, don't do that! Don't do that! Punching Daryl on my. You know, Aaron's got shoulder length hair. The wrong person. Oh, I told true. no lie. Demon Knight? Demon Knight yeah, is a fantastic yeah, movie. Right. Paul Chapman has aberrations in his taste. <laughs> That's why, like, at first I was well, saying he's do. completely wrong one-third of the time. We might be upgrading him to be he's right one-third of the time. Uh, Gerald is saying he's right 10% of the time. He just, I get this vibe from him that he does not like things that people like. Mr. I didn't, too many people like The Dark Knight. I need to be edgy and say it's not a good movie. <laughs> I met her sister. She sounds hot. She's a nightmarish human being. Really? 
She wrestles with sharks or something what? like that. What? That was before she went to law school. She was like a shark wrangler. I also have another friend who's in law school who's wrestling sharks yeah, for the summer. Well, that's the oh, deed. That yeah. But, but I think he's she's working also at pretty the, cute. the marine biology dude. place, and he's going out in the ocean and wrestling sharks. And is that a job you can have? It has nothing it's to do weird. with it. He's you think there's a lot of he's call for it. He's going to get his first doctor. I'm not sharing. Like I'm sitting next to Daryl all okay, day. Like, I'm just gonna curl up. This is bromantic. It's not gay. <laughs> no, there's I'm a point. Like Whoa! Now he's crying. He's only 19 years old. He doesn't know how to say no. <laughs> On the edge of 19 at Otakon. Just like the white wing dude, he watches Power Rangers shows. That's too annoying. I have to stand up. So I'm like so half asleep right now. I'm like, yeah. Microphone's dead. Ooh, I got the SM58. I got the good mic. Yeah, How can you be half asleep? It's like 1:30. Because it has an audio. Because you have a bedtime, don't you? Okay, I found my four. Well, thank God. Mom gives you milk and cookies and tucks you in. There we go. All right. What? 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 Here, Noble Kageyama doesn't get up at 7:30 in the morning. He doesn't even put his pants on at 7:30 in the morning. He was born to use that mic. I'm testing, 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 testing. That's how the aliens can find him. No, we can. Yeah, give Mike. He's looking haggard. This one is long. How are you doing? One, two. What about Personal check. I think your mic's three. Credit card. Credit card. Money order. Money order. Personal check. Credit card, credit card, money order, money order. Are you going to talk about Quietly or are you going to like shout and stuff? You're actually Mike One. No, I'm not going to like scream stuff at the top of my lungs. Okay, well, I'll turn the gain up a little more. Don't worry, there will be no hot blood involved in this one. Okay. All right, so we're at Otakon. Wait, I guess I should do like a. No, okay. Introduction.